0: yes Yes. hello hi hi you're here it's me hello we hear you
1: how's things (laughs) we can we can start with that anyway did you guys have anything to throw on there fiddling with games is the name of this episode 255 episodes of we were gamers a podcast today about vaccines jj hello you said you're here I am here. And you said how are we all feeling. I would like to know how you feeling. I have
0: power coursing through
1: my veins. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I feel I can feel the 5G coming out of my elbows.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh certainly, you know, the chip injection site uh is still like tender if I am like actively assaulting it. <laughs>
1: But like if you just know, touch it. I want to know how hard you're pushing for accurate push assaulting.
0: Pretty, <laughs> you got to push pretty hard to know that there's still a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: It, Otherwise, it, every part of me feels fine. Not the case the day after the shot, though. No. Not
1: the case. No, not the case. A little bit on the feverish side. I don't know.
0: So I am JJ, and I got the J and J shot. Pretty good. So I don't. I don't know. Yeah, the stars have aligned, I guess. Um, And and I don't know, obviously, what the side effects are or, or, you know, what it is like for anyone else. I'm only me. My wife did uh, Pfizer. And she definitely didn't get the kind of effects that I described, other than, like, the pain in the arm for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I was, like, had chills a lot of the day. Like, it was warm out, and I was wearing long pants, and a sweater all day. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, I, you know, was like achy over most of my body in like weird nondescript places. So it, it felt like I had run like a marathon or something two days ago. And And so, like, my muscles weren't sore Uh actively, but they were, like, still kind of recovering somehow. And so I kept trying to stretch them, but it didn't do anything.
1: You got that, like, uh, overextended yourself in a workout feeling where you get Totally. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Totally. Michael
1: Um, uh, also is here.
2: Yeah. Hey, everybody. And both of you are done. Yes. So we also got the sort of unexpectedly got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine over the weekend.
1: Did you also oh, yeah. feel like you had run a marathon?
2: Uh, so it's funny because the the symptoms that JJ described were divided between us. So one of us, one of us wound up with chills and one of us wound up being achy. <laughs> but they, uh, you know, they, they passed after maybe 36 hours. Maybe they split the bottle between
1: the two of you. And that's why I think that's how vaccines work. <laughs> I, I would say
0: that it is hilarious that, you know, I got mine towards the end of the day. I didn't really feel anything that night. Went to sleep, woke up the next morning, felt terrible all day, went to sleep again and went to sleep pretty early and then woke up at my usual time, felt completely normal, like nothing had happened. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it was so weird because like I woke up and I expected to be like, okay, like what's wrong? It's just like, no, I feel good. Get out of bed. It's like, oh. I'm going to go make some tea. All right. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> <It's> like,
1: <laughs> like, no, it's whiplash. Very strange. Uh, I also received a shot, but mine was a Moderna shot. And so uh, the next day we slept through most of, I think, what would happen. And then the next day uh, one of us was extremely tired and I was like, oh, I could use a coffee at like 3 p.m.
2: You know? All right. Well, yeah.
1: But that was the only.
2: No, we'll see. We'll see how the second one hits you. Let's not. Let's not say we did. I mean, hope. Hopefully, it's not. It's not anything. Any worse. Yeah, I hope so.
1: Fingers crossed. On we'll that have one. to. Maybe after
0: your full vaccination kicks in and everything is good for you and the kids, we'll have to plan some sort of We Were Gamers get together.
1: We Were Gamers
0: reunion tour.
1: Wings. Yeah, oh, we can actually do wings. that wings thing we, we talked about doing a hundred years ago. <laughs> like literally a year over a year, right? Yeah. It was supposed to be when you built your computer. You guys could see my computer in person. Oh wow. Yeah, that'd be cool. What a world. What a world. Okay. Two hundred and fifty five episodes. We just talked about the computer, so let's talk about the computer some more. I have run into an issue with my Uh-oh. computer, friends. Oh no. Nothing is broken, I just need advice. Oh, I okay, need sure. I need mental capacity beyond my own to tell me I'm wrong or I'm right about the way this works. So, uh I have a few more USB peripherals I would like to plug into this computer. I have run out of USB type A connectors on the back of this PC because it is a mid tower kind of very compact uh, motherboard. It doesn't have a ton. Mm -hmm. I mean, it has a workable amount, but we have a lot of stuff plugged into this machine, you know, to do a podcast and to have speakers and to all that, you know, it takes up some room. Um, I have a few other things I would like to add to the computer to make my life a little easier, like shortcuts um, stuff with a stream deck and a couple other little trinkets to, to use in editing and stuff like that. Um, I have two options in front of me, and I think one is much better than the other, but I'm not quite certain. So walk me through if I'm wrong here. This is your component class for the first time in a while. Hello. Um, There is a PCIe X1 expansion port available to me to use, which I could, in theory, attach um, an expansion card to, that could take maybe four USB ports or so. Kind of doesn't matter. Um, Or I could get some sort of attachment dongle for the USB Type-C that is on the back of the computer and expand that out to a couple USB ports. My understanding is the dedicated USB-C that's already on the board has a theoretical 10 gigabit per second limit, while a PCIe 1 Gen 3 has about a three-quarter gigabit speed limit. Am I incorrect?
0: So I don't know about the exact numbers of those limits. I will tell you my motherboard doesn't have a USB-C connection on the back, so I had to get a card to add one uh, for a peripheral I wanted to use, and the connection on that thing is not good. So certainly it is limited if you're doing a PCIe connected USB-C device. You think you're, so by not good, you mean very slow. Uh, It is a webcam that can do 60 FPS and high frame rate, and it can't do all of those things at the same time, as well as do audio.
2: Rough. Ah, so yes, slow.
0: Yeah. So, you know, if you mute yourself, (laughs) it can do both. (laughs) Or if you turn the frame rate down, it can do stuff, but you
1: can't do all of them. Well, and so, you can't yeah, put things a, like your you can't put things that are less intensive like your keyboard or whatever through there. No, those aren't USB-C. Oh, okay. Got it. Cuz
0: the point is I have no other USB-C connections on this.
1: So you added a USB-C through the expansion port. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's the only experience I have with mm-hmm. this. My my direct thinking was dongle on the back through the USB-C that's dedicated on the motherboard is probably safer
0: yeah so if you're worried about throughput right certainly that's the safest way you know get an a to c converter mm-hmm. and you'll be fine because c has way higher throughput so you shouldn't have an issue right
1: yeah
0: um but I guess the other, like, what is the thing and, like, you know, what exactly, kind of, like, how much does it
1: need Um, could factor in depending on what it is, I suppose. These things are kind of the same price. So I'm left with just choosing what I want, basically, instead of being like, well, one is half the price of the other. Um, the, the A to C converter dongles will continue to be useful
0: for a while, I imagine.
1: That's the other good point, yeah. Okay. Whereas
0: the other ones that go the other way from C to A are more complicated, I think.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Speaking of spending money, JJ, I'm sorry you had to be a witness to our beer shenanigans this past week. I muted that conversation for four days and it wasn't long enough. <laughs> it was
2: It was a full week.
0: Like, I was like, oh, they're just going to do some bullshit for this sale. All right, I can just mute this conversation for four days and it'll be fine. Nope. Continued on. Cool.
2: (laughs) Should have muted
0: it for a week. I was wrong.
2: Our friends Uh, over at Bottle Logic do not do things by
0: half measures, JJ. I mean, I don't know. Like, it seems like
1: they do it all the way. This is in lieu of their um, anniversary. So for the second year now, they've had their anniversary canceled due to their anniversary celebration being a gigantic festival and not wanting to not have a festival, I think they've just sort of moved on but this is uh a seven day release of like a varietal style beer like you know if you if you aged a whiskey in different barrels or something, I don't know what a good other alternative would be for people to grasp, but like changing vanilla in a beer is not very uh Every man conversation, I guess. But, uh, yeah, they had seven days of, of trying to do limited purchases through the, their website. I don't know. Imagine if Russian river JJ mm-hmm. was like, Hey, we've got seven varietals of Pliny and they're all for this week only probably never to be made again. And then only available through their website how well would that go? I mean, how well did it go when they released Pliny the Yonder? Uh, yeah. Through, so about through that their, well,
2: you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm a little surprised that they only had one day where things really sort of seemed to go sideways on them. Yeah. The third day really kind of tanked it. Oh, I was, I was going to say the day where they oversold. That was, wasn't that the third day? No, that was later.
1: Oh, that was the fourth the day. day. Then, because the, the third day, the, the website crashed on two out of three of us, right? Yeah. And then uh the fourth day they oversold a bunch of bottles I think trying to fix the website. I don't it know. Turns
0: out that this stuff is hard uh and there's reasons that platforms are dedicated to this stuff and people don't just, you know, make stuff up. Yep. It's uh it's a
1: tough problem. I sympathize. I I don't I don't feel like um this far into these types of things that I wouldn't prepare for websites to chug when this type of stuff happens. Um, I have another example of it in a minute, but ultimately we were pretty successful getting all those beers. So now you don't, now you'll get to hear the fun part JJ when we do the tasting. Cool. But
2: um, I don't know, Michael, do you have anything else you want to say about bottle logic before we move on? Uh, My blood pressure will thank them to not do this again anytime soon.
1: I think we're good. I think they're not going to do anything. I, I don't know. The Fundamental Forces is just available. So like the the other beer that came out with all of this, you can just go there and buy any day this week. Right. Um, I mean, just next time it'll be 10,000 people
0: in a line, right? As opposed, you know, physical, real person line. I mean, as to give you to an line. idea
1: though, JJ, like it wasn't that many. It was 300 bottles a day.
2: Yeah.
0: That's I mean, how many people are, like, hugely dedicated to getting their beer online every second like this?
2: Well, but I think what what helped limit it somewhat was that it had to be picked up in person on the same day you ordered and you couldn't use a proxy. And they still so sold you out. You had in, to go
1: yourself. Still sold
0: out in three minutes. I mean, of course it sold out in three minutes. There's They're hugely popular. Like, that's not surprising <laughs> at all, right? You're... Like, my point is that the only reason it wasn't like the website crashing instantly every time it happened is because you had to be there and pick it up in person.
1: Yeah. Right? I, I like that you, change. I mean And
0: if they wouldn't if they would if they would have held it for a week or whatever, it would have been a completely different story.
2: Sure.
1: I do like the change. I hope they keep this kind of sale process in the future as things come out of COVID. Cause the uh the Eventbrite madness of like everybody trying to order all on one day and then pick it up for a month is just It was messy.
0: I can't imagine that the like hold it for a month thing is good for them either because they end up with like, all right, we've got like three random orders sitting somewhere in a room. Way more than three. And yeah, no, no, but I mean like, you know, at the end of the last day of the month, there's like four people that haven't picked up whatever some order from. 28 days ago or whatever. And it's just oh, like it, a hassle for them to manage all that. Too. I know
1: for a fact it hurts their bottom line too, because they get more than that yeah. abandoned at the end of it. It's like usually f- 20 or 30 orders. And then they got to sell these tiny lots of beer to little places that don't want to pay huge markups on them. Right. So they end up basically giving it away. I mean, we ended up walking a couple years ago out of a, one of these events at a, a local place where we bought stuff for under, under sale price I think when we got all that Paisley Cave Michael I can't remember uh yes that sounds right yeah because they had been abandoned bottles you know um Mm -hmm. yeah it's better this way and uh I think I know of a way it's not better this way (laughs) I think I did a stupid thing I I bought that analog pocket a while ago. It still hasn't come. It won't come until September, they just told me. So it'll have been over, I think, a year since ordering the analog pocket. But I got an email from them. And they're like, hey, because you bought this thing and you're on our email list. So everybody on their email list, not just me, obviously. And probably everyone on their Twitter, too. Uh, Here's... The last run of our NT Mini and our Super NT that are going live at 8 a.m. tomorrow, just so you know. And I thought about it and thought about it, and I was like, eh, why not? Let's pull the trigger. So I supposedly am getting an NT8 Mini and a Super NT.
0: Why do you do this, man? (laughs) You have a Super NES that works. It literally is the thing you're replacing with a thing that isn't that thing.
1: Yeah, but it hooks up through HDMI. And upscales. I mean, an emulator
0: hooks up through HDMI and upscales and costs no dollars.
1: <laughs> this is true. But I can still use my carts.
2: With some work to clean them up at this point.
1: I don't think so. My carts are pretty clean. I feel like
0: there's got to be like a USB cartridge adapter that is less money than those analog
1: uh,
0: consoles. Well, they're... Anyway, uh, they're very nice, I'm told. So
1: I'm sure you will enjoy them. They're nice things. Uh, uh, Their online sales process, by the way, was... Their online sales was not good. Uh... I think so many people were trying to buy it that the website literally would not let you add stuff to cart. (laughs) That seems bad. Some of the streamer, uh, a streamer
0: that I watched, was also involved in this process, and people were telling him to spam click the add to cart button. Eventually, it would happen, and then to rush through the payment process
1: as fast as possible, (laughs) which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I uh, I managed to get through. Uh, my phone connected better than my laptop. But it took me about eight minutes of not frantically trying and spamming the button, but like eight minutes of like clicking on it to see if it would add to cart ever. Mm-hmm. And it finally did. That Super NT does not come with a controller. Which is surprising. I mean, I have plenty of Super Nintendo controllers. I'm not worried about it. But they decided not to add one. I don't know. Um I figure at worst I decide this is no better than my NES or Super NES, uh between the two of them next to each other and then you know, someone will want the NT Mini.
0: Yeah.
1: They're supposedly
0: very nice looking things. Um I have not touched one personally, but I've I'm told that they're very nice.
1: I mean it's pretty. Yeah. It and looks pretty.
0: They are good they are good at the thing that they do, which is emulate those specific games
1: yeah 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 we'll try it out we'll do it for the, we'll do it for the content you guys nice yeah and like you know like i said i'm sure i can get rid of it if i need need to
0: yeah they were a hot commodity for a while there because they hadn't been making them for a while this is the
1: oh they said they said they're done with these two they're not gonna make them anymore they said this is the final run yeah. They've been uh it was unclear if they were ever going to do this again. So,
0: good of them I guess to to make a little more, but apparently that's the end of it.
1: Yeah. Well, they're hot, so we'll see. We'll see why they're so hot once they show up next year sometime.
0: <laughs> I wonder if those are going to be impacted by that chip shortage since those are based on FPGAs. Well, which yeah. Are so chips. my
1: my analog pocket order, which I'm absolutely not Cancelling, I want that thing real bad, uh, that is a beautiful little game console, and my I have two game boy colors and a whole bunch of old game gear cartridges here, uh not game yeah game game gear, yeah, okay uh that I don't have a system for, and my game boy color actually just went belly up,
2: so. See that one that one makes way more sense because you literally don't have a way to play them anymore. And and that thing doubles the
1: pixels in pixel perfect upscaling, which I think is pretty cool. With a backlight. Oh, I'm excited for that one. But yeah, uh that <laughs> runs uh that has two FPGAs in it. I think all of these have two FPGAs in them. Uh hard. Probably. I will point out that the, uh, creator, uh, maybe, I mean, I can't get in trouble for pointing it out. Right. But the software guy behind these things also releases software that you can, uh, install after you receive your device. Let's say,
0: uh, that's well known.
1: Okay. Yeah. Other firmware, (laughs) additional firmware for your FPGAs, Michael. Okay. Uh-huh.
0: Because I mean, to understand what that means, which I guess like I'm just gonna lay out here what it what it is, an FPGA is a reprogrammable piece of hardware that can be used to mimic other hardware. That's what FPGAs are, that's why they're useful in lots of different contexts. You can program them and then they can act as anything else. So if you reprogram it to be, say, instead of a Super Nintendo say something else (laughs) you get to have that too right
1: Mm -hmm. and they have an sd
0: card slot yeah to say like read from an sd card and then do stuff with
1: whatever happens to be on there Mm -hmm. yeah yeah the super nintendo couldn't read an sd card but this super nintendo all of a sudden can or this sega genesis (laughs) or this playstation one or this nintendo or uh-huh. What have you. Yeah. The only uh downside to that is uh that the analogs have controller ports for the console that they are, right? So
0: Yeah, so you would sure. be playing the games with a SNES controller, so maybe you aren't so interested in playing like PlayStation
1: 2 games on there. Probably not. But anywho.
0: Although like if you get do they support Bluetooth controllers?
1: um
0: yes because Because then you could just get a bluetooth controller that has more control controls on it at which point then there you go
1: yes they do do that because they ship the nt nt mini ships with a 8-bit dough bluetooth i think
0: I'm p- okay, I'm pretty sure is it sure one it's- of the eight-bit do ones that has joysticks or not? Some of them do, some of them don't.
1: No, so the NT Mini comes with the eight-bit do uh, straight up NES controller, and then the uh, okay. Super NT does not come with a controller at all. But they sh- they sell the eight-bit do Bluetooth Super Nintendo controller. So I would assume that means that both consoles are compatible with Bluetooth.
0: Yeah, which also probably means you could use the eight-bit do or other various companies' Well, uh, unless they use Bluetooth a dongle,
1: they might have to yeah. have a dongle to connect.
0: But I mean, if it's the same, it's Bluetooth.
1: Yeah, I don't know if, if it the supports NT supports one kind of Bluetooth. Well, I'm wondering... it does not support other kinds. So I'm just wondering if the NT or NT. So both of them are NTs, I guess. But I'm wondering if the the dongle connects to the Super Nintendo port, right? So does that mean it can fake any inputs or can it only fake seven inputs or whatever? You know what I mean?
2: It feels uh, like it should be able to do whatever you tell it to, to look for. Isn't that part of the, the yeah, f- versatility? I, I,
0: would, I would think that that depends on the software that's on the other side. And if you have loaded additional firmware (laughs) right yeah you should be able to do whatever the heck you want
1: Uh uh-huh does 8-bit um 8-bit dough make um playstation controllers uh i don't know if they make playstation ones but they make snes ones that have joysticks on them oh well that would that would do
0: it yeah i forget what those are called i gotta look that up again it's like the snes 30 something like that there's a there's a 30 number or something in there uh anyway they're they're like xbox level playstation 3 4 level controllers where they have all that whole series of buttons but they look like a snes controller
1: i see in terms of colors and stuff i see okay well i have to research if if you know the answer to what we're saying here and you're comfortable emailing us about it <laughs> uh podcast we were gamers.com Tell me why I've made a bad decision buying this NT mini for too much money. Okay. We started talking about games finally. So Michael. What you, you got? You've been fiddling you've been fiddling around in that horizon still.
2: Yeah, so uh I'm I am not done with Horizon Zero Dawn just yet. So I uh I fired it up over the weekend uh during some downtime spent recuperating and uh tried out the DLC nice. uh it's been uh it's been good so far so you um the area that the DLC is set in is in the like northernmost part of the map so frozen wastes kind of thing and to get there you um you follow a path and climb your way up a set of cliffs and you reach the top only to be immediately attacked by one of the new enemies that's part of the DLC. Well, how And if you are not if you are not prepared, you will you will get absolutely wrecked by it. <laughs> how else would they introduce you to the new zone, right? Yeah, throw Surprise, you into the deep friend. end. Uh but it's good. So I I've tackled maybe one one major quest as part of the DLC so far. Uh, and it was a fun. It was a quest that that was part of the part of the main story that occurred several different times, and they had done a a fun take on it to make it different for the DLC.
1: Do you feel like you need to do this for the completionist in you, or do you feel like you want to do this for the completionist in you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> little column A, little column B, <laughs> um, both. Like I'm, you know, I'm. I enjoyed the main game enough that I am happy to spend more time in the, in the world of the game. Mm-hmm.
1: Gotcha. Cool.
0: I want to point out that, uh, I believe horizon zero dawn, the complete edition is going to be free on PlayStation for literally anyone
1: very soon. Oh yeah. And if you haven't gone yeah, yet to get a bunch of other free games, those free games. Yeah. You should do that for Sure. There's a lot of them out there, I think. I mean, I think there's at least three. There's Jack, you... there's Abzu, there's Witness, there's There's a lot. Enter the Gungeon. Oh, Enter there. the Gungeon, that's right, yeah. Yeah,
0: there's a, there's a whole bunch of them, and Horizon Zero Dawn will be coming at some point. Okay. Pretty soon,
1: I think. Mid-April, and we're almost at mid-April. Oh, I looked, and the version I have of Horizon is the complete edition, so I wish I could give it away at this point, but I don't think I can. Uh, You already have it. Congratulations. You could play now. Yes, it sounds good. The rest
0: of us would have to wait. Yeah. Unless we also already have it, and then...
1: Well, the rest of us being Michael, he already has it. We just heard Yes. (laughs) Uh, I've just been farting around in Smash. I don't have a whole bunch of games to talk about. Uh... I bought a LAN adapter for my Switch, you guys.
2: Okay. Because.
0: To what end? Wait, hold on. Yeah. Okay. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. (laughs) I had a look again. It's like, do I, is there a connection? Like an Ethernet connection? No, right? No. Okay. mm -mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It uh, it connects to the USB slot on the back. uh, And then you can get wired Internet into that thing which supposedly helps the chonkiness of the smash online that I tried one time and said, Ooh, this is kind of unplayable, but I've kind of actually officially run out of things to do in that game. I think we talked last week about how I finally cleared like the last of the classic mode stuff. And so, unless I want to just like chase achievements or something, there's really not much else to do other than see if I actually like to play that thing in a competitive way. (laughs) Um, but I keep falling back in, into that game, and I want to try it, and so here we are. We're gonna try out the LAN adapter. It wasn't that expensive, so smash! Yay! Yep. I get. I get it. I get it. I'm trickling my way along in File Fantasy I 12. think. Don't worry.
0: I think the an- the answer is really you just need to like you know be like congratulations, you did good. Smash is fun. Uh huh. It's time to set the fun thing aside and come back to it another time. I see, and look at any of these other games you
1: have—literally <laughs> any of them. I don't even care which one. I mean, you're—you're you're right. You're—I mean, you're absolutely right.
2: I think Andy, that uh, your your copy of Final Fantasy XII is getting lonely. It misses you.
0: I mean, every copy of every game he has is lonely <laughs> because all he's playing is Smash. I'm not here to drag you that hard. I'm just saying that, like, you know, other games are fun, too. I know you think it's like, ah, oh, I just want to relax with something that's easy. Yeah. There are a lot of games that aren't hard, trust me. Okay. <laughs> like, you can play this Mario Odyssey game. Very easy. It's All a right. good game.
1: Okay. I have that. A lot of stuff out there. I have that.
0: I heard that I Bowser's, Bowser's Fury is pretty cool. good. Yeah. I have not played that. It looks like I a guess mini- I can't, right? Did they... Did they murder that one? Was that one murdered?
1: Is that one of the Mario murders? I don't remember. I don't think so. I think you can even probably still find that 3D All-Stars out there. I bet you they didn't sell all those. I don't. I mean, I don't want that one. I know, but if you can find that one. (laughs) Yeah, 3D All-Stars. Ooh, that looks like it's above market price. I mean, is it $60? No, it's $65. (laughs) That's above market price. Yeah, so 3D All-Stars might have sold out uh what is the name of the 3d world maybe i think if you just search bowser's fury
0: you will find it yeah that one's still out there
1: you can easily get that one
0: okay yeah someday
1: yeah i mean if you played 3d world i don't know that unless you really want to play 3d world again i watched uh i watched uh tim rogers play this for like 15 minutes and i was like okay that's cool Um, it seems fine as like a making you feel okay that you spent $60 on 3D World that you already played Mm -hmm. you know
0: yeah I have played 3D World it was a very fun game I enjoyed my time with it I still own that copy sure I don't know if I want to do it again for $60 for a bonus little add on thing
1: yeah I don't think so I think you'd beat it in a night the bonus little
0: add-on thing seems fun.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, you could beat
0: 3D World in a night. You can't beat all of 3D World in a night. I think There's I just meant uh, stuff. the Bowser's Fury part. I
2: think yeah, the Bowser's Fury yeah, it's stuff, probably.
0: Yeah. I've seen people play it. I, I get what it is. It seems fun, but I have not. Yeah. Not $60 of fun.
1: Okay. I've spent a good amount of time, and I know now that you have all spent a good amount of time on one thing that we have in common. JJ? Yes. Michael? Sir? Are we fans of Omni Man?
0: Really leading question there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. Right at the top here, we're going to talk about Invincible the Amazon prime slash comic book. That is see, this is tough, right? Because you, you'd you say spoilers, it, you run into like the game of Thrones problem where the, the comic book is 18 years old.
0: I mean, the well, so it was 18 years old when it started coming out. Right? Yeah. The whole run yeah. ended more recently than that. Right. Uh, yeah.
1: 144. So you do 12 a year. That's pretty long.
0: Yeah. I, I guess the, at the end of the day, uh,
1: spoiler alert
0: you you spoiler alert right <laughs> yeah and you handle it the same way game of thrones handled it as well you talk about spoilers from the book or spoilers from the show sure. so if you want to talk about book spoilers you can do that i'm not going to talk about book re- spoilers with you guys i haven't read the book so right. i know nothing about it right uh you know maybe i'll read the book someday
1: i will say this not today there's a spoiler and you you already know that that this is true battle beast is not done
2: yeah kind of figured that
0: out. <laughs> okay i didn't know, remember who battle beast was until i thought about it because i didn't remember anyone's name oh, until the guy who looks like remember. a lion i with the big mace yes. yeah I, re- I remembered
1: yeah well jj uh michael michael watched a little bit of it when we talked about the spoiler for the first episode with you to see if you that would make you interested in watching it so now we get to have the big discussion between the two of you did you wish, J.J., that you didn't know what was going to happen at the end of that first episode?
0: Um, well, I... So I'm not the kind of person who feels like that in general about spoilers. So I don't know that I would wish that I didn't know. Some I will say that it made me curious about, like, how drastically they turned the tone of the entire show. In one minute? Yeah. And not just because of the like of the you know what actually occurs, but also like the amount of violence and blood and just like really dark <laughs> stuff that's just going on. Yeah. And they do it so quick. And so, like, I'm
1: sure it was a choice made intentionally. Right? Yeah. So, oh, definitely. so, what's funny about that is, uh, it also has happens at the end of an issue, right? So you're left to wait a month for the next issue. Of course, right. Um it's not funny. I'm not saying it's funny, but what's different about it is when I watched it versus what I remember reading about it, seeing it on the screen in motion was much more impactful to me than having read the book. Right? Because in the book, him when he squeezes uh the, the flashes <laughs> for lack of a better term, the flash uh, when he squeezes his head, right? You get that one image in the book, but like the the half a set, the like thirty seconds that he's squeezing the guy's head, in the show is much more graphic. In my opinion,
2: I'd agree with that because you get the you get the the like change and noise. like image there's, well. yeah.
1: There's no sound in reading, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, but the the tone change and the realization of saying we're going to tell a story that's about realism in a way, right? About like um it's not always going to be what you expect. Even well, I, even I don't
0: know that I agree that it's about realism. Nah, no, it's no, 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 about no, no. like Sorry. It, they are more interested in more themes than your standard superhero story. You're right. For sure. Yes. So and uh, that is the, I think that like knowing that that twist was coming up was kind of the only reason I didn't tune out after the beginning of the first episode. So I was like, this is really boring stuff, man. I've seen <laughs> 500 superhero movies that are exactly this. That's and, I think what I meant by uh, like I probably would have turned it off halfway if I hadn't have known. If honestly,
1: what I say when I said realism, I guess I didn't mean it to be more real. But I guess you're, you nailed it there. Of like, it's a show that's willing to trick you into thinking you know the themes and you know what the characters are supposed to be and do. But uh, much like the Game of Thrones, uh, there's not going to be plot armor, right?
0: Yeah, it's. It, mm-hmm. I mean, it's. Tra- it is intentionally trying to subvert your expectations. Yeah, wh- which is good, especially in a genre like superhero stuff where the, the tropes are, just so well worn. Yeah, it's really over a lot of those like superhero tropes, and so yeah, I would. I would say that knowing the twist was coming was probably the only thing that kept me engaged in the <laughs> first episode cause it was so. I was just like oh my god something happened that i can't see coming from 100 miles away and then obviously something extremely unexpected does happen right right? and yeah and then you know then after that point i'm like all right now i want to know what's going on and so then you watch the second episode and then like okay now i'm more invested in some of these characters and then now then i watch the rest of them so
1: yeah it worked they got me okay (laughs) fine (laughs) we'll see how long they get you for I mean, how many episodes are there, right? Ten something? Do we even know? Uh, um, I think they said twelve for this first season.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, so still a good ways to go.
1: Yeah, I think it's twelve. I'll check while we're talking, just because I want to know for sure. But um, okay. My my well, next thought was whether or not after that first episode, the speed doesn't. I mean, the speed of stuff happening doesn't slow down. Uh, just you know story wise a lot is going to happen to Mark as he grows up here and all that sort of stuff but like the speed of the why did he do what did Omni-Man do what he did is you know goes at the pace of the investigation and then you realizing that Cecil knows already you know he's no he's not an idiot and that he basically already knows oh, it's eight episodes it's not uh, not right. 12 okay so, so we're,
2: we're more happy to play yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I, I, you know, again, I'm sure they're going to get around to explaining what they are willing to explain here in their first little arc. Um, but I'm, you know, it, it's, yeah, as you say, they're they're drawing it out, but they're drawing it out because there's clearly, like, there are reasons and there are other things they want to explore in the meantime, right? So it's not just like, ah, we're adding filler in between the main story that you're interested in here.
1: Yeah. No, there's um, there's definitely every side thing is a subplot that comes back. So when he has to go to space to fight Seth Rogan, uh who was the alien guy who went to Urath instead of Earth. Allen Alan, Alan, Alan yeah. the alien Alan the alien. He's like, Is this not how do you spell that? <laughs> is it with the with you? With, e? <laughs> with an E. With oh not not with a U. Oh. I'm in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, there's a lot of good actors in that show. Seth Rogan's there. Walter Goggins plays Cecil. Uh, Mahers- J.K. Simmons. Richard Kit. Yeah, as um, Omni Man. Omni Man. Mahershala Ali is Titan. Titan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um. Oh, geez. Uh machine head is. Um. Jeffrey Donovan, who played the guy from Burn Notice. I don't know if you remember that show. Oh, how yeah. could anyone know that with how auto-tuned his voice oh, was? I could pick him up when he's when he doesn't how awesome is it that they auto-tuned him, first of all. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was perfect. It was I'm like, great, this great. is like a dumb crime lord techno guy.
0: Like yeah. this is perfectly
1: dumb. Yeah. It's pretty pretty amazing. Uh Jijimon Hans Hansu? The, I think he's French.
2: Jimun Hunsu, yeah. yeah,
1: he's he's African. Um, he plays the guy. he plays the Martian Emperor, I think. Yes, okay. Uh, Clancy Brown is Damien Darkblood. I'm trying to do him as much as I can off the top of my head. Um, oh, Jason Mancus is Rex explode Of course, you remember him. His voice is annoying. Yep. Yes. Uh correct. Zachary Quintos' robot. And then you have uh you already said JK uh, Simmons and Sandra Oh and yeah, Steve Ewan
2: May Whitman. Oh, May Whitman.
1: Who's May Whitman?
2: Um Oh, no, I'm not going to remember if she's Eve or Kate.
1: Oh, man. I don't I couldn't pick up who played Eve off the top of my head.
2: I think Kate.
1: Hmm. I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyway, no research. We get, we get bogged down when we do research. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So then let's talk about episode five there, since it's the most recent one and uh, the, the other surprise, right? Uh, He's not invincible. I
2: think. Is is he though? I don't know. What do you think? There's a, well, there's that scene at the the very end of, after the credits. Uh-huh. So they do, they, I like that they've, they've made the after credits, the fade to black and then unfade. Yeah, immediately. immediately episode. Yeah. Um, but there, there's the scene right after the credits in this episode where they're, they're trying to kill the blood sample. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they list all the different things that they've tried and nothing has managed to, to, put a scratch into the the blood cells yep yep
0: Uh, so i mean you know i I think we were already primed to believe the idea that he wasn't invincible you think given the fact that his father got the beaten out of him by seven superheroes and there were let's say at least seven
1: superheroes involved in that (laughs) fight right yeah that was a fun fight that was really well animated by the way i don't know if you I thought it was really well animated for, you know, what ostensibly can't be that expensive of a show to make. Uh, I don't know how much anything costs. I don't know. A lot of the... not Not for Amazon. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of the backgrounds and stuff are not super... You can notice he moves along some of the backgrounds when he flies in like a jittery motion. And that's like a stylistic thing to... Uh, use less uh background animation anyway that's just something I noticed
0: uh, yeah I mean I, I think you know they are they're clearly spending the money in the places that counts yeah the voices the voices <laughs> yes. the script yeah and you know making sure that they tell the story in a manner that is consistent with what's needed for the tale they're trying to tell so I'm all right with it. You know, if they're saving all their stuff so that they have like a really long last episode or they have a whole bunch of crazy stuff that pops off that requires a ton of animation. Great. Yeah. That's what they're doing it for. You know, I
1: think I like that. It's come across very early on in these, in these episodes here. I think you are guys have already kind of seen it, but like you, you get that Mark's operational theme is absolutely related to his desire to be his dad. Right. Right and he's always felt maybe like he wouldn't be. And so he's overcompensating for it. He's trying to make up for lost time. Yeah. Um, and so that, you know, obviously is consistent theme so far and, and you don't, know, inconsistent. So you, I like that. It's, it's come across very quickly. Like this is Mark's motivation. There is a mystery of what is up with his dad. And like that, you know, that the show is going to subvert, your superhero expectations right away, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't get tied up in making a, a superhero show that had to compete with even Amazon's other superhero shows. I don't think they just made. It's
0: interesting though; it does fall in with some of Amazon's other superhero shows, yeah, the boys. Right? like I was going to say. This feels a lot like The Boys, a show I also have not really watched, but know a lot about what happens in. I think
1: I haven't read the boys in a long time. I think the boys, um, I would call it gratuitous, not in a bad sense, but in a, almost like the, the punisher on Netflix kind of sense, which I think we all watched, you know, Mm -hmm. of the violence is sometimes the point.
0: Certainly, I think that's true for the boys. Yeah, and I don't Un- unclear to me, I guess, about this show if that's the point or not.
1: I don't know if that falls in in invincible. Uh, it may more with the animated version, um, but when reading it, the violence never felt like the point. the The violence f- always felt like while reading it, it was a byproduct of the situation that they were in. Um, so you know, I think in the it was in the last fight with Mahershala Ali where he gets really pissed off and he just, you know, goes crazy for a minute and flies through a couple people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, he lost his temper more than just, like, he decided he was going to rip people in half because he could. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, you know, I'm in it already. And I wanted to see what you guys thought so far.
2: It sounds like it, it got you a little bit. <laughs> Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I find myself looking forward to each new episode. I definitely
1: have accidentally prioritized it over the Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I know, uh, probably irks some people that are waiting for us to finish talking about it after we talked about the first one. But
0: I think, uh, I, I think after maybe you guys watch some more of Falcon and Winter Soldier, maybe that uh, priority would change. I don't know who could say Okay, hard to know. Uh, I have, I, I do like it. I'm this show I'm talking about invincible. Um, and I am, you know, I, I think I'm on, I mean, you said there's only eight episodes, so it's not that much more to watch. I might as well do it at this point. Sure. You're fifth, five, five, eighths of them. the way in. A... Yeah. Silly, silly to give up at this point. And I, the story is good enough at this point that like, why would I stop watching? It's, it's good. So yeah, I, it's a, it, I think it's good that you gave me the warning up front, though, that like, hey, it's not really for kids. Oh, um, yeah. Because if, yeah. If, you just, if you were just absentmindedly watching the show, you might think, oh, like, ah, oh, come in here, little Timmy, and watch the show with me. Uh, and then it gets to the
1: end and you'd be like, oh, no, I have made a big mistake. <laughs> Let me I mean, I'm going to point out here that like this is a show about growing up. Um. So there's a lot of that type of stuff right there's a lot of what does it mean to make mistakes when you can accidentally kill someone by touching them you know Mm uh yeah i mean it's it's not unusual for people to tell these types of stories i mean people tell them all the time like oh what happens when the high school you know most popular kid drinks and drives it's kind of like the same thing um but it's unusual for a superhero show and It's the Smallville fans are going to come get me, but it's unusual for a show to <laughs> think through those things in a, uh, in a comic that doesn't deal with a Superman, you can make lasting decisions. Like if he got really mad at Lex Luthor one day and accidentally punched him too hard, you know, or like, you know, in a, uh, when not
0: dealing with established characters, you have a bit more freedom to do things with them. And so you could have the like, it's more consequential when the person punch, that punches a hole through whatever random civilian because they got mad actually could have consequences for them because you know that they're not Superman, the established character who lives for a billion years and has 800 more books. Yeah.
1: Oh, and you're, you're also already introduced to the fact that other characters in this show already have the drop on these people, right? like Cecil Cecil is openly planning in front of the audience to make sure that he can get his grip over Mark, you know without uh his dad's influence, right yeah, I mean, seemingly with the intent to use as
0: leverage against his dad or or right? to like yeah, that's what it seems like to or me. to
1: see if they can get him more on board than his dad, his dad you know won't work directly with Cecil, but Cecil got Mark to go to the moon or to Mars, right. Mm-hmm. uh why does his phone work in space by the way really it's too yeah. it's too cold for that
2: uh no aside from other obvious the issues, the coldness
1: isn't the issue the, <laughs> the
0: issue is the the like what is what radio is it no, no, talking? okay to, man? but like when he's
1: <laughs> when he's on mars he obviously doesn't have service but it still takes pictures which it shouldn't do either oh i mean it shouldn't be it should be able to turn on yeah that space is like the battery should whatever. be frozen
0: yeah, the phone should be ice. <laughs> or I guess, though, there's not really any water for it to freeze to. Anyway, it shouldn't work. <laughs> or if it did work, the battery would die in about like two seconds because
1: batteries suck at really cold temperatures. I don't. I, I would not imagine it could turn on. I was in Scotland with a GPS inside my coat and it was still a little bit too cold for it to get proper readings. You know, Yeah. that's not space no <laughs> yeah the people
0: in scotland would tell you that it is not space
1: yes that's true
0: oh boy jj what's going on in blaze ball buddy uh jessica telephone is back on the tigers yay we're excited that's about going that on. yeah yeah uh what else is going on uh hey uh are you excited for loot crates? Oh, no. no, are you kidding me? Uh the new decrees are uh players will earn item crates. Oh no,
1: yes, uh the players are earning them, not oh, you Oh, okay uh well, yeah, it, we've wondered not a monetization. Thing. We've wondered for a long time why they had items, yeah, so it looks like they're making good on that. um unclear
0: exactly what any of the items do. Currently, every player has one item, uh, or at least one item, right? Uh, And that item is bat.
1: Okay, so Um, they scrapped all the armors and stuff from before that some of the players had? Yes,
0: yes, yeah. So, like, Jessica Telephone just has bat. She does not have, you know, the dial tone. Uh, You know, her bat has a name, but it's not, like, a named item. Got it. Uh, And the... It seems that there will be uh, there's a vote, and one of the decrees will determine how players will receive items uh, via these item crates. And I know you get to vote on how that works. Uh, One time is when a player accumulates 400 runs, they get an item crate for a random active player on their team. The other choice is a division accumulating 99 wins. Each team will receive a crate for a random player. Or the other one is anytime three thousand runs are accumulated league wide, every team receives an item crate for
1: a random oh, player. The division one is the best one, right? No. So because then your division's all... better, and then you start to lose. Well, the teams you don't
0: know who on each team gets it, right? Sure. And most of your games are against teams in your own division. Yeah. So, you know, if it goes badly and like their best player gets an item that helps them out a lot, yeah, that's bad for you, but. What if your best player gets it, right? Sure. So, I don't know. It's like, uh, which way do you want to earn items, right? Like, as a league as a whole, a division as a whole, or as an individual team? I
2: think the bar is set
0: pretty low in all those cases. It's pretty possible. 400 runs is pretty high. Right? I would say. Maybe. Scoring as a base runner or allowing runs as a pitcher. Well, okay, that's not true then. Allowing runs as a pitcher happens a decent amount because ball.
1: Yeah, I mean, games uh, usually end with more than one point.
0: Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, so I, I I would imagine most of the ways that you're going to get those is via pitchers. Um, I will. There's some other fun stuff. The ballpark renovations have been ongoing. Um, my two favorite new uh, additions to people's ballparks are Secret Base. They... Which is a hidden a hidden base beyond <laughs> second base, which allows a runner to stay between innings.
1: Whoa! Oh. What?
0: So if you're on if if you're on second, and the inning ends, you could or the the runner has a chance to go to the secret base, and then when the inning comes back, and they're up again or their team is up again, they will come out of the secret base and be back on second. <laughs> wow. Or uh, or I don't know if they go from the secret base to third or if they come out back on second. I'm not actually sure how that works. It's one of those two, though. Regardless, great. Wow. Uh, another one is the Grind Rail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and again, this is like a, a ballpark thing so it's like based on which teams at home right and each team builds their own chooses their own renovations okay uh so the grind rail allows a player a chance to steal directly from first to third base as long as you have
1: the skills beautiful <laughs>
0: and when Other. it happens uh hold on i i have to go read it because it's so dumb and amazing uh let me find some good ones uh so you hop on the grind rail toward third base. Uh they do a nose to tail 210. They land a soul crusher 3538 safe. <laughs> <laughs> uh the other times like when it doesn't work, uh they'll they'll you know do they'll attempt some kind of uh trick and then uh but fail and then out. <laughs> Okay. The names of some of these tricks are amazing. You know, like some of them are like actual skateboarding things, right? It's like, oh, they do a like a, a tail slide or you know, this this one is called a seatbelt grab and then a blahha bast. <laughs> uh it's really dumb. It's awesome. <laughs> uh I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> um there's also, I'm trying to find some of the other ones. There are, are a whole bunch of weird ones uh, this season that they have been added to people's ballparks doing stuff like boosted reverberations so that people switch teams more frequently. Oh, no, I don't uh, like that. It's really frustrating. Because you... every single season, there is one of the wills yeah. allows people to switch teams. So it's it's happening all the time now. Yeah,
1: but at least you're in charge of that kinda. kind of. Kind of yeah yeah all right
0: yeah it's uh it's interesting i think uh i think blaze ball is is still fun uh i am not following it as closely as i used to but it's just uh, it's a lot now it's a lot there's a lot going on um but it is still fun to see and we have entered a new era we were in the live bait era before we are now in mass production which isn't ominous (laughs) at
1: all no Awesome. Well, before we go, I have an answer to your question. Great. At the bottom of this screen on the 8BitDo Bit website, there's something called the Retro Receiver that is compatible with the Analog NT, Original NES, and all systems with an NES-style port. Controller compatibility. Xbox, DualShock 3, DualShock 4, Wiimote, Wii U Pro, Joy-Cons, and switch pro. There you go. So you can to the at least the NT mini hook up a dual shock.
2: There you have it. Great. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want a, a quick rumor before we go? I would love it. Love JJ, it. JJ, JJ, you'll appreciate this in particular, but you reminded me because you were talking about the secret base a couple of days ago, secret base tweeted out, have you read 20,020 yet? Just that with a link Mm -hmm. to the article. Mm -hmm. And so the rumor mill has started to churn that it might be about time for the sequel to drop. Definitely means they're working on it, right? Are we doing rumor
0: time now? Is this the the part where we post that meme from GTA where it's like, back at it again. (laughs) I have to go go read all of 20...
1: 220 whatever uh i was going to talk about the halo twitter account okay uh tweeting out a picture of um what did they tweet out today they tweeted out the picture of uh mario and bowser in uh halo armor weird yeah pretty weird
0: from an official twitter
1: account yeah i believe so yeah i think it was on the waypoint twitter Mm. pretty sure i will try to figure it out but yeah microsoft still hinting that they're trying to make something happen with nintendo i guess okay i don't know That's it. That's the, that's the, you said it was rumor time. I don't have, I don't have more. <laughs> I just, I just, some weird rumors, man. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I wish it was like an April Fool's joke, but it came after April Fool's, so I didn't ignore it like I probably should have. Okay. If you have other information about the NT Mini or, uh i don't know tell us that we talked about too much beer today jj
0: uh you can send those emails to us at podcast at we were com. we will receive them collect them and eventually talk about them on here uh, assuming that they're good you know we, we we like to to gather them up so you know don't feel bad we'll get to them eventually Also, uh, you can follow us on social media. We are at We Were Gamers. We're on pretty much every social media, except for the bad ones. So, you know, if we're on there,
2: (laughs) look for us. So if we're Um, on them, they're the good one.
0: But like, are there any good ones? So I guess that's a fair Mm -hmm. question. Anyway, uh, we're all this podcast. You can follow on many different platforms. And like Apple and Google and Stitcher and whatever kinds of stuff. So you should follow all those. They're good. Uh, follow us on those places And we're on YouTube You can subscribe Get some sweet playlists Audio Andrew visualizers Crafts. Audio visualizers are Moi Chef's kiss So good They're working out So people should definitely check those They're out
1: working out Oh there'll be a Star Trek pod coming Possibly before the next podcast I think Yeah Soon Yeah I think so I think I've got that visualizer sorted out, so it'll, it'll take more time, but it'll still be up quick. There, I sent you the artwork that they posted. Yeah, that is, uh, that is certainly an image. This is like I was wrong, they posted it on Instagram, so maybe it is a joke. I don't know. Yeah, this feels cursed. Doesn't it? Yeah. Bowser with a sword not not what you want. Although the Koopa with a uh grunt pack on is kind of funny.
0: Yeah. That's about how the Koopas feel, so that part seems good. I don't know about Donkey Kong in the back there
1: or Bowser. Or Mario, honestly. It's just weird because (laughs) it's weird because I think last year, sometime, 343 said they should put Master Chief in the Smash. I mean,
0: there's precedent, right? They put Solid Snake in there, so. Yeah. He has guns. There's a lot
1: of people with guns. Yeah, Joker, Joker has guns. Wolf, Fox, Falco, Bayonetta. Bayonetta, that's right, yeah. I you know, I in playing all of that, I do not like Bayonetta at all. Her playstyle is not fun. You should just go play Bayonetta. That game's better. It probably is.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Alright. I gotta bounce. Later.
2: All right. Take it easy. Later, Later guys. Oh, uh, speaking of a proliferation of weapons in smash. Did you see that Kotaku ran an article about, are there too many swords, sword fighters in smash?
1: Are there too many sword fighters? There are a
2: lot. See if I can find it.
1: Walmart, Canada. Happy birthday. One one seven. We got John a little something to celebrate. Just need an address. What? What? Uh, it's a. I think it was a joke post from Canada with a sm- fighter pass that they were trying to s- say but
2: <sighs> what were you trying to say? Oh, I was just trying to find this article
1: I wouldn't be sad if Master Chief was in Smash it would be interesting they only have i think this is they're probably done after these last two fighters i can't imagine that they have much more money left in the tank to keep pumping into that game it's getting pretty long in the tooth